We've just acquired Matthew Grant, he started, and I looked at him, not sure if I should have known who this was or not. He placed the file down in front of me, and I opened it up and came face to face with the most handsome man I had ever seen in my life. His hair looked like he'd just run his hands through it. His face had a well-trimmed beard, his eyes chestnut brown, the same color as his hair. But what got me was the dimple on one side of his face. His smirk had melted many hearts as well as panties for sure. He was dressed in a suit with his hands in his pockets. He had been drafted number one overall when he was 17. I started to go through the file he had given me, taking in all his stats. He's got a bad rep, my father started, but I put my hand up. Bad rep. He got sent down after a couple of years for partying too much. It says... I looked back. And I quote that he slept through a whole game before he realized he missed it. I threw the file on the table. How could you have actually signed him? He has trouble stamped all over him in big, bold letters. I waited for his answer. His stepfather is Cooper Stone. My eyebrows shot up. You couldn't be a hockey fan and not know Cooper Stone. Plus, the new coach wanted him. He looked down and blew out a breath. And I agreed, but only if he would have a chaperone. All the pieces started clicking into play. You are not serious, I asked. You want me to babysit him? No, he replied. I want you to make sure he doesn't get into trouble and all his publicity will be handled by you. I want you to feed stories to the press. I want to make sure by the end this guy looks like a reformed monk. Dad, I shook my head. You can spin this however you want to spin it. You want me to make sure he doesn't get in trouble. You want me to watch him and hold his hand. It's a babysitter. You are the perfect person for the job. Besides, it's an entry-level position, so no one is giving you anything. You would also have to travel with him to every single game, as well as let him have a room in the brownstone. His eyes moved to the floor while he said the last part. I flew off the couch. Are you insane? You want me to live with a menace to society? What if he's a serial killer and we don't know? What if he's a crossdresser? What if he brings home hookers, or better yet, drugs, and I'm stuck in the middle? My voice rose. You can't honestly think this is a good idea. My hands went to my waist while I waited for him to say something, anything, that he agreed this plan was insane. But instead of agreeing with me, he leaned further into the couch and smiled at me. Honey, you are over-exaggerating. I would never put you in any danger. You know this. And besides, he hugged the back of the couch. We do random drug screening. I stood as I looked at him, my mouth open, no words coming out. Where is the little girl who wanted to save the world? Just think about it. You could make this into the best turnaround story out there. I glared at him and crossed my arms over my chest. I knew what he was doing. He was baiting me. I'd never turned down a challenge, another thing I got from my father. He got me to stick to my 8.30 bedtime till I was 15 on a dare. A fucking dare. I want a contract, I informed him. And an out clause, I pointed my finger at him. 
If at any time I say, I'm out, then I'm out. He nodded at me. No objections to that. He smiled at me. He knew full well he had won. We can even include a signing bonus. He leaned forward as he placed his hands on his knees and smiled. I rolled my eyes at him, and as I was about to tell him to hush his mouth, the knock on the door stopped me.